0: Hello, I'm your host, Leonard Duncan. Welcome to a new episode of ATV Talk and Motorsports Podcast. Please join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We bring you interviews with industry professionals, live events, live news about the motorsports industry in every episode. Enjoy the show. Whether we are out riding with our friends and family or racing in extreme environments, We all need good tires. That's why I recommend GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Greenball Corp. Their products, which include XC Master, Mini Master, and Groundbuster 3, are what leading professionals in the ATV UTV industry are using. You can get your tires at GreenballTires.com or find them on Instagram as GBC Tires for further inquiry. Andrea Berger, welcome to ATV Talk. How are you?
1: I'm good. How about yourself?
2: I'm wonderful. It's been a little while.
1: Yes, it has been, but um, I don't know. We have a long off-season, so not a whole lot going on around here.
2: Is it, is it cold weather up there?
1: Um, It's starting to break. Uh, probably two weeks ago, it was pretty damn chilly. Um, but last week, we got about four inches of snow on Thursday night and then uh well then this weekend we got snowy a little bit but other than that it's like 40 it was 45 degrees out today and I was pretty happy about it.
2: So me whining about 45 today is a bad thing?
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh
2: okay then I'll just skip I'll just skip that part you know because I'm crying like a little girl because it's it's too cold for me.
1: Gosh, no, I'm pretty sure there's a couple people wearing shorts outside today, so. Well,
2: I'm wearing shorts, too, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, I wear shorts every day, so it's, but, uh, yeah, we're we're having a uncharacteristical storm. You know, they said it was going to, you know, sprinkle, basically, and it freaking unloaded on us yesterday.
1: Huh. I know, what, yeah. what, 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 Christmas time or something like that? You guys had a lot of rain.
2: Yeah, it's not normal. I live in Southern California because it doesn't rain. (laughs) You know, I mean, come on. But that's neither here nor there. So I have seen some information and I've already spoken to you about this. But I want a little bit more detail on uh, this large event that's coming in your life.
1: Oh, so... uh... A month ago, actually tomorrow a month ago, Keaton uh popped the big question. Um, and we are getting married uh, October 14th, um, up by where, where my parents live or where I'm from. And I don't know, I'm all excited. It's well, fun. That's,
2: that's awesome. Big wedding, small wedding.
1: Um, well, we were hoping for a medium-sized wedding, but we found out uh, there's a lot of people that we both know and a lot of people on both sides are a family. So, uh, it's probably gonna be a big wedding. I wouldn't say any, hopefully no more than like 400. Whoa. Uh, for, for
3: 250.
2: Wow. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's, 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 I, I love it our middle daughter is getting married Ooh. and it's probably not going to happen until next year,
3: but they were trying to do it this November. Oh, really? Yeah. It's doable. That, if you put- I, I agree. I agree. I'm not the one that, I'm not the one
2: that said, put it off. I'm the one that said, let's do this. And, uh, you know, daughter and and mom talk, and it's not really a dad thing. So, I uh I just do what I'm told when I'm told. So,
1: yeah, as long well, as they walk her down the aisle, I, you'll be okay.
2: Yeah, you know, just as long as I show up, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't plan anything for this weekend. But but I was gonna. No, you're gonna be here. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> when the oldest got married Juliana. It was uh I know we're supposed to be talking about ATVs, but um when the oldest got married, uh, she pretty much put her foot down and said, Dad, you will not be traveling before the wedding, period.
1: Like how far out? Uh
2: she made me like a month.
1: Okay. Why a month?
2: Just to be make sure that I was home. Oh, you know. Okay. Uh Long story short, most of her life, I missed her birthday because I was at a race
3: mm-hmm.
2: And it when her oldest son was born, the big the big worry was is that her due date was right before Christmas mm-hmm. or right after Christmas, and I was leaving to go to South America for the Dakar rally, uh, you know, on like the 27. So she was panicking that I wasn't going to be there for Ethan when he was born. And it turns out he was born a couple of weeks early and I was there. So.
1: well, yeah. I guess I would be all worried. too I, If I was her. Yikes.
2: Yeah. Dad, dad's always somewhere else when he's supposed to been home. So um, as you well know, I don't travel near as much as I used to, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so I'm excited for you guys. I think that's pretty amazing stuff. Um, and I'm wedding that large. That's just,
3: wow. That's, that's great. How's your mom handling that?
1: She is very excited. She probably more excited than I am. Um, <laughs> instance. I went snowmobiling on Saturday and she went to a wedding show. <laughs> also, my priorities are at compared to my mom's, but it, 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 it'll be okay.
3: <laughs> hey,
2: you know what? You keep doing what you got to do to uh, make yourself happy and everything like that. But l- let's get into ATVs a little bit here because that's kind of why we talked about or that's what we're supposed to be talking about anyways. Um, 2023 is rolling up really quick, and the last time that we had talked, you were in limbo of as far as what kind of machine that you were going to build. If you didn't know, you were thinking maybe a hybrid or or a, or a Yamaha 450 in the OEM version. Uh, did you ever come up with a with a plan?
1: Yep. So we're keeping our thing OEM, no bike motor, motor or anything like that. Our friend Gage actually ended up uh, biting the bullet and. He's going to be the first one out of our group of friends to build one, um, but Keaton's been a pretty big part of the process. I would say on his side, and I I think I'm glad I went the route on I went with uh, just keeping it not well not stock, but OEM four foot or four wheeler.
2: Yeah, the the platform is still the the four fifty. Um, you know, you look at some of your. Past champions in the pro am, where they have to race against hybrids, and the OEMs have still won.
3: They have been,
1: and maybe not. I, the has didn't get an overall for last year, but <sighs> shoot, I. It's hard to say. His riding uh, ability is right up there. I mean, I think, I think his ability outrides a hybrid or what Molander was on. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and Molander's going to a, a Suzuki and going into the pro class.
1: Well, it'll be interesting to see how he does. I'm curious how a how a Suzuki is going to be um, on the track.
2: Well, you know, we can get off on the on it. I didn't catch it when I first listened to when I first talked to him about some of the changes they make. I'm very interested in to see how it works because they go to a CRF pump and they're using the KTM injector body like they do in the Yamahas. So I'm really interested to see how that works and how that combination uh, does on the track as well.
3: Yeah.
1: Hopefully it doesn't. I think Suzuki's were known for the pumps going out, right?
2: Kind of. Yes. I have a couple of them in my shop right now with pump issues.
1: Yeah. There's like a mechanism or something that goes out within them. I I can't remember off the top of my head. Keaton would be better, um, better at knowing that kind of stuff, but yeah.
2: Yeah. It was a lot of the stuff on the OEM Suzuki, some of the sensors and some of the things weren't up to par. I mean, Suzuki could have bought a little bit better quality part and then there wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. I mean, Suzuki's not Honda or Yamaha. I mean, come on, the 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 quality just is is not the same. I anybody that's mad at me, sorry. It's it's I work on them for a living, and they're just not the same
3: quality, you know.
1: And just I think it was at at this point, it's just old technology too. I mean, nothing updated, and they haven't been making anything.
2: (laughs) Well no they haven't made it since 2009 but you look at your yamaha yes it's new but it's the same thing as it was in 09 uh,
1: Fair enough i guess mm, sorry my bad it's,
2: but it's Oops. just but it's not old technology it's brand new parts you know okay. that's that's the bonus for those guys is they get to buy brand new parts where the suzuki's if you're lucky, you're finding some new frames or or new engine cases, which I, I believe you can still buy most of that stuff, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, you should mean, be. A, there's might yeah. be expensive. <clears throat> <clears throat> what isn't expensive? <laughs> you know?
1: Have you know. been
2: to the gas station lately?
1: Yes, I have been. Hey, uh, speaking of which, how, what's your gas prices out there?
2: Um, in the low fours.
3: Okay. All right. We're in like a three thirties right now in Iowa. We were three thirty the day the clown got sworn into office. Ooh, that's still pretty high. Well, for us, it was, for us, that was low. Yeah, I know. I don't rub it in. Don't rub it in rubbing Please. it in <laughs> yeah thanks
2: you know well we have to pay the weather tax
3: uh
1: yeah that's because you borrow all everyone else's water and well
3: yeah yeah you're rubbing it in again
1: <laughs> i don't understand why people live in california it's just like i don't get it
2: um you know, years back, I could have argued with you. I I don't have an argument for you because I was just born and raised here. And that's why I'm still here. Um, but if I had it to do, if I had it my druthers, I would be finding a different state to live in. Um, my son really likes Tennessee. I like Tennessee. I'm just not sure if mama likes Tennessee.
1: Mm, Tennessee would be a, a shock.
3: If he, well, especially if you didn't like it. Check. Yeah, but we also um,
2: are looking into spending some time in Guadalajara.
3: So, okay, where yeah. where's that? Mexico. Okay, there you go. Mainland okay. Mexico,
2: and that's and that's where my wife's from. That's her home city. So it's a lot of
3: fun it's a lot of fun
1: I bet nice weather year-round then or similar Uh,
2: um it has a wet season which I've never been there during the wet season but the
3: you know I'm not a foodie but gosh the food is so good
1: um (laughs) as pathetic as this might sound Keaton and I we get Mexican about once a week and it's not good. I mean, it's decent, but I bet if we go somewhere legit, it'd be so much better. I'm pretty sure we could probably live off of Mexican food year round. Well,
2: I know we're talking about cooking and food. <laughs> My wife cooks traditional, more traditional. So it's not like the border food that, that you get. Um, even here in San Diego, the San Diego Mexican food is awesome. You get people from th- that come here and eat Mexican food and then it's nothing like they have at home, but it's really nothing like traditional Mexican food either.
3: Hmm. I wonder how, it,
1: so in other words, you're getting fed really well and still. Oh, you have no idea.
2: My wife wants to know why my belly isn't getting any smaller. <laughs> and it's because it, every time I turn around, there's something good to eat and I am going to indulge. Sorry. Uh, you know, yes, I know I've eaten lunch today and now I'm eating dinner, um, twice. Sorry. I mean, it, 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 she's an amazing cook and she has a sweet tooth on top of that. So mm-hmm. there's always a, there's always a sweet. And, and if you ever get a chance to go the caramel that they, that, that come from Guadalajara, I don't know the name of it. I am supposed to, but I don't, I've never tasted anything like it. It's so amazing. You know, really it's just unbelievable. So if you ever get to go, you should. And all the stories you hear about Mexico being dangerous, don't be an arrogant, uh, arrogant American, go there, embrace the culture, enjoy, and you will have an amazing time.
1: All right. So have you as a tour guide, in other words, Make sure you're down there at the same time we are.
2: okay i'll I'll just tell this story and and then we'll get back on ATVs. so we go we go to Tijuana, which is um, about 40 minutes from the house, and we go down um, and have dinner or lunch or um, my wife goes to the doctor down there and we just we, you know it's just a normal portion of our life, and we were down there a couple of weeks ago. And I turned I wasn't paying attention. I was just listening to her and I was n- not doing my due diligence. I was driving and I just wasn't paying attention. And she said, turn left. Well, I turned left
3: and I turned out a one way street. I
2: immediately corrected my error, but I <laughs> corrected in front of a police officer. And. If you hear the rumors about uh, when you get pulled over, you can bribe your way out of it. Well, this man was pissed and he wasn't letting us off that easy. Oh, my. I got a ticket and they impounded my truck.
3: Yes. Going down a one way.
2: Yes. So long story short, the next day I was down there with Daniel. Um, my, um, youngest son and a good friend of mine, and they both took me to the station so that we could see the traffic
3: judge. And he couldn't believe that I got the ticket or impounded for that. So he took a small, he took a small cut.
2: No, I wasn't. I didn't say a word. but but my love who was sitting next to me did all the talking (laughs) you know because she speaks spanish well the officer spoke english so he was pissed probably because i didn't talk um long story short it cost me 120 dollars and a day to get my truck
1: back i mean it's one way of walking off calories
2: well, yeah, it, it it was quite the experience. Uh, I had a good friend of mine, uh, Martin, who uh walked me through it. Daniel was there too. Um the money I gave Daniel for gas to take us home that the day that we got uh, impounded, uh he gave to the judge. Yeah. So so the judge got the the money for uh getting out of it versus the police officer that wrote the citation. So yes. don't, don't break the rules. I mean, I mean, it, it, pay attention. I just wasn't paying attention. You know, you get lackadaisical and I, there, the streets aren't marked very well. Mm-hmm. And it was my fault. I knew better,
3: but I just made a mistake. Okay. Hey,
1: no better not to blame the wife.
3: No, it wasn't our fault. Cause she
2: was telling me to turn left at the next street, not where I turned. Yep. So no, it wasn't her fault. And even if it was, it wasn't her fault.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: have you been following anything that's going on in the industry? Um, you know, with, with some of the stuff that's going on at Decker's and them going to be having a big money race. Um.
1: Um, I know I've seen I saw it on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. I don't know exactly what's all happening down there. Um but it sounds like one hell of a place to be. <laughs> um to, I mean it'd be awesome to go down there, but to see what happens.
2: But no. Yeah, I mean the week after Daytona, they're having a money race.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: the next week they're having uh Gatorback.
1: Yep. I think it's perfect timing. I mean, I, there's going to be a lot of people down there, especially all the pros that might as well stay down there, um, between Daytona and Gatorback, and why not spend it at, at Decker's.
2: Yeah. I can't wait to go there. I've been supposed to call Mr. Decker for weeks and I've just been so busy with uh, other projects that I just, uh, I mean, I feel bad when I, when I do call him, I'm going to, you know, have to have my hat in my hand, um, uh, just because I just not handling my business, I guess, but I was kind of wanting to, to, to know your take on the fact that they were having that big money race, you know, at the start of the season in between round one and two, you know,
3: I don't know.
1: So my take on it is we'll see who shows up. Um, like who's guaranteed to go. That makes sense. I don't know. I wonder who, all, who will all be there, but, um, I think overall, it'll be a really good race.
3: Um,
1: I think people that have been practicing there for, uh, for the entire off season, I think kog has been down there, Decker, of course, um, be cool to see how they do at literally at their home track.
2: I talked to Brandon and Brandon added the out loop. Into his training regiment, just to be ready for that race.
1: Huh. So when he says out loop, uh, did he mean like the
2: um, shoot the, the cross country portion?
1: Oh, holy cow, that's pretty sweet. That's a that's a, that that's a long lap.
2: Yeah, I don't know exactly how long they. It's supposed to be a thirty minute moto winner, and they're paying back to fifth place, I believe.
1: Awesome I wonder, um uh, do you know who the sponsors are?
2: I do not, and that's what I'm supposed to call him about and talk to him about because I mean, I'm working on things behind the scenes myself with my son trying to orchestrate some stuff and to get his feedback on it would be outstanding uh, because he's actually doing doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to spend some time with Wes Miller um, out here on the West coast when he did his invitational, not a whole lot of details did I get. I I mean, I was just there to promote the event, you know, just same with I was there to promote the works event on the same weekend. Um, But I don't get behind the scenes enough to know how all the intricacy works. so we struggle a little bit to put a package together uh, to, to put on a race or to put on an event. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a little different.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: we'll, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see how it goes. I will, I will need to call Mr. Decker and, and handle my business because, um, I wanted to get him on the show for a year and we just have never connected. it, it, Partly because I'm so busy, and partly because he's busy too. So, it, it yeah. happens.
1: This has hasn't been the right time yet. So, um, the best part would be just do it right after the race or something like that, and get his take on it. Because I think a lot of people would like to know um, his side of things too, just in general.
2: Oh, I think it. I think it's a, an amazing, amazing deal for the racers and for the industry. You know, that that's where the the invitational that they had out here on the west coast it's just promoting the sport and i don't know if you see it but i see it that there's more interest and when there's more interest there's better sponsors when there's better sponsors there's more interest Mm -hmm. you know it goes hand in hand and uh I I love it because social media is basically blowing up with ATV stuff, and and maybe I'm in a in a biased section where I'm only looking, um, but I try to cover everything. You know, it's not a motorsports podcast because I only do ATVs. I'm I'm trying to look into other industries and see what's out there and people that are, that are that are interesting. Um, I'll have a a Southern California flat track gal on in the future. Uh she races motorcycles. Uh she's a young lady and she races against the men. She doesn't uh she doesn't want to race in, against the ladies. She wants to race against the men.
1: There's a lot I I don't know. I totally get it. I get the
2: yeah. gist Yeah I mean you do, right? You go and race and and put yourself out there against the men and, and see how you do. And, and it's a measuring stick, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then it's, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it, but maybe um, it's an ego thing. You want, um, yeah, Women have it, egos? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it's pride. I don't know what you want to call it. But I don't know, it's cool to say that, hey, I beat half the guys in A-class. I mean, how many ladies get to say that? And then how many guys could say they get, they get their ass kicked by a girl too. So. Mm. I did. Yep. There you go.
3: Yeah. I'm not going to tell
2: the story, but yeah, I did. (laughs) You know, it happens. No matter how hard you fight it off, there are people that are better than you. And, uh, you know, Angela Moore. I had, stopped racing works when she came into the scene, but there's no way in hell I would ever beat her.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Even at my best. I mean, she was just dynamite, you know, fast, talented, strong, and, and a drive that, you know, uh, unbelievable drive that, that, that lady was just on fire. She had zero
3: quit in her body.
1: It's pretty cool to hear.
3: Uh, what do you mean what what do you mean by that
1: just the i don't know like i said just kind of what i looked up to or who i looked up to when i was little and hearing different stories from different people not just like my dad and a couple of his friends talking about her so it's it's different hearing other stories
3: uh i have a
2: memory of her when she was a little girl playing in the creek at Loretta's. <laughs> yeah, to to being a dominant force in in women's sports, and then going out west and and showing the boys how to do it.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, she's she's incredible, incredible lady. Um, I haven't talked to her in years. Love to have her on to have her talk about the days that she got to race. It, it, I mean, it was it would be awesome.
1: I haven't you like. Gosh, I would love to hear her story or just some of the stories that she has. I think it'd be awesome
3: to do.
2: I I agree. It's all about timing with everybody. Um, you, You know, free promotion is free promotion and not everybody understands what it is. So not to get off on a tangent, but... We do a whole new platform system and I tell this every, every time and so people are probably tired of hearing it, but we decided to do something different. I would rather promote you for seven days than have four or five episodes, different episodes in a week. So we have an audio episode, we have an Instagram live, and then we have a YouTube episode in in between there there are promotions that happen there's a carousel that happens with your photos and your stats and that gets launched during the week as well so it, it, we try to promote you the racer the individual for that 7 day period from a sunday to
3: a saturday and um so far our numbers are up across the board because
2: of
1: it Inconsistent, right?
2: Uh, I think that I think people were one of the complaints I did get was that we were producing too much.
3: Interesting. I thought, it it was, could, I, I
1: guess, if it was just too many topics all at once to see that
3: where people
2: could only listen to one or two episodes a week at best, and then if they fall behind. And they're, they could fall behind 10 episodes, 12 episodes in a big hurry. Because for a while there, we were producing four to five episodes a week.
1: That is a lot. I mean, how how we usually do it, but we always catch up, um, usually on a weekend whenever we're right or heading out to a race or something like that. And then you're always, you're always there. We're listening, but I guess lot well, that, uh, well,
3: i didn't catch that
1: i guess people don't have that luxury of um having hours on end traveling No, and listen to your podcast during that time
2: i appreciate everybody that does um you know we're we're getting to do some history stuff here coming up so we're going to go back and talk to some 80s writers And, um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're getting to go to a reunion and we're kind of hosting it. Um, the person that's promoting it is having us, uh, come there and we're going to do some live shows there while it's going on. And, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a good deal. You know, we have some other things coming up too that are, uh, They'll be, they'll be dropping next month and, and it's under the cuff right at the moment. But when it, when it does, I think people will be uh, pleasantly surprised. Like what? I can't talk about it.
3: Oh,
1: all right. I see. How it's, it top,
2: it's, it's top secret. I'm sorry. I've been sworn to secrecy. You okay. know, I'll have to send, I'll have to send them one of those guys over there to the house to snuff you out. If I tell you, you know, and I don't think you want that. You're getting married this year. You know,
1: <laughs> it's okay.
2: <laughs> so uh, have you followed the cross country stuff at all this year at all, or last year?
1: Um, a little bit here and there. Um, you no, know, Hannah, she won again. Uh, Tracy Pickens is right there though. It was a tough season. Um, man, oh, I can't remember third place is that, um, name. Isn't it Elliot off Yes. I think she got third overall, so the top three, and then you have uh, Osborne up there as well. So it was—I don't know—I I keep tabs on them just to see how everyone's doing because at some point I would like to do a little bit more cross country, but who knows when I'll get to do that?
2: Yeah, those those ladies out there are incredible too. I mean, Hannah is a is a rider, man. That little girl can ride, can't she? Yep. <laughs> Have you seen the video on her of her on the 250R?
1: Yeah, she actually raced it. Um, I went to Ironman, and that—that's what she raced for that race. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so it's she can haul. <laughs> it was pretty cool to see.
2: There again, there's there's another gal I wouldn't want to ride against. You know, you're one of them too, but there, there's just the no way
3: would I even think about it because he just seems like she has no fear. That's that's what happens when you're young. Well, you're still young. What are you talking about?
1: No, I am old. I'm almost 30.
2: Yeah. Let's compare a little. No, I don't think you're that old. So (laughs) you're still a baby,
3: you know, you got a long way to go. Okay. At least someone thinks that. <laughs> so,
2: have you listened to what's going on on the men's side at all?
1: Um, no, uh, not really. I know Walker Fowler got second, and what Bryson O'Neill, Bryson Neal got Bryson first. Neal,
3: yep.
2: And Walker just got hurt.
1: Yes, I did see that. um Whatever race he went to, so he's not, he's gonna miss the first round.
2: Yeah. I don't know if it's first round, second round. Um, I haven't got any details. Um,
3: it's pretty hush hush really. Um, yeah. Must be somewhat serious. I mean, it's that bad. Yeah. And usually, usually I have a pretty good chain of people that, uh, you know, ring me and, and tell me what's going on and it's crickets. Hmm you know and uh it, it's kind of odd that it is kept so quiet i don't know i guess i could look at it as your
1: don't worry your sponsors you know what i mean
2: yeah <laughs> and and i i know i know some of his sponsors and i know how they'll work with him and and they're not worried about it at all because I mean, the guy's a seven time champion and he's super nice. And, you know, every time I have him on the show, the, the numbers are outstanding. I mean, he, he just brings extra people with him um, every time. I mean, you just, you can see it as, as the clicking, the clicker goes, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So, um, I, I don't think that's an issue at all. You know, um, Bryson's a whole nother story. I don't know a lot about him. Um, I know that he came off an interest in injury and, uh, didn't seem like it affected him at all. So he's healthy coming into a season. I'm thinking, wow. (laughs) he's coming in healthy. W- what are we going to expect where last year he came in injured or coming off the injury rode I think twice before this start of the season and bang, mm-hmm. you know, seemed to dominate all year.
3: Yeah. Um, I'll be,
1: it'll be interesting to see. I wish, um, I wish there was just a better way you could capture uh, the races like at the GNCC races. I think it would follow online a little bit more but I usually just look at the results whenever they come out or whenever the race is done.
2: Yeah. That's the hard thing about what I do is I have to scan social media for so much information and then reach out to people like you and other people that I know and ask questions, you know, Hey, did you, did you see what happened here? You know, what was the result? And because I can't, I can't be everywhere. You know, I just, it cost too much money to go to travel. I mean, Briarcliff last year nearly broke me.
3: Oh, don't say that. Yikes.
2: Oh, oh it was expensive for me. <laughs> you know, I had a great time and it was awesome to meet to meet you guys face to face and and to be able to interact with everybody. But it, it's it's difficult. That's that's the bummer about being on the West Coast. When you want to cover East Coast stuff, or Midwest stuff is the cost to go there. Same with you. Same for you. If you wanted to come out west, I mean, yeah,
3: get it. Yeah, I definitely
1: get
2: it. Anything uh, striking or newsworthy setting up for 2023 for you? Any big changes other than uh, building maybe a new machine?
1: Well, so we. um, we have decided that we're going to take not a full season break, but we're not going to go to, um, get well, I'm not going to get her back, um, underground or the Pennsylvania races. Um, some of that is just, c- just because of the cost last year, um, kind of broke the bank for me a little bit, uh, definitely spent too much, um, too much of what I have, I guess. And I want to put that money towards something else like, uh, buying a legit house and just the next step of my life. But doesn't mean I'm not going to stop racing entirely. Um, like you'll see me at Ironman. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be ready for it, but, um, I'm technically taking myself out of the uh, WMX championship for this year. But for this um, year,
2: so there's yes. a chance that you're coming back for 2024.
1: Um there's a chance, I don't know where where I sit on that quite yet. I am we're still building another quad. Um it we're just taking it slower compared to building it during the off season. So it'll take a whole year instead of 3 months. Um just because I do want a legit fully built new quad. That is my goal. <laughs> nice. Um, and plus I think Loretta's last year um, after crashing and totally out my quad, it was just another expense that I was not expecting. So it's
3: um, that hindered my bank account a little bit. Well, I didn't, I didn't catch all of
2: the information from last year. Um, you did have a get off. I knew that, but I didn't know that it did that much damage.
1: Yeah. It, bent the frame a arm subframe um the motor might be okay i mean we didn't yeah motor's okay okay yeah motor's okay um (laughs) we when we were just looking at it it looked like the one of the shocks was bent i mean we ended up tearing it apart and it was it was fine but they need parts um i mean it was just (sighs) violent it was violent it was heartbreaking And it was like, my gut just sank, (laughs) um, when that happened. And on top of that, I actually bruised my hip pretty bad too. Um, like swelled up. I put like a little soda can on it. It was black and blue by the end of the day. Which class
2: did, which class did you crash in?
1: Production A. It was the second, second race or the second race of the day. Um, and it was only four motos before WMX class. So it was a tight turnaround. I ended up racing the stocker, um, or the stock bought Keaton and I share in the WMX class, but I still got second, just pull shot, pull shots really sucked.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I did not know it was that big of a deal. Um, I wish I would have, I would have asked more detailed questions
3: um that to do that much damage on that machine that you did were you at the
2: fastest point of the track and you just you know launched her
1: no it was the 10 commandments and it was was, it's not the first time this has happened um i think back in two thousand. 13 I 13 or 14 and did the exact same thing um I was on the outside I doubled in um I think on the third set I gave it too much because they were a little bit closer together um and then I was like nose diving into the third set and I gave it gas trying to pull it up so I wouldn't flip the quad or I don't know like put myself over the quad so i gave it gas and went up i went up and i fell off the back while the quad keeps on going forward and then cartwheels through the 10 commandments
3: and lands on the last um on the last one Ugh. that's heartbreaking yeah and i was doing really good i was going for a pass
1: <laughs> right
3: is that was- is that keaton
1: yeah, he's in the, in the other room. He's laughing at me.
2: He <laughs> uh, shouldn't do that. It will come back to haunt him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: He, he heard his, that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he had his bad luck at the beginning of the season, so it was my turn. Uh,
2: you know, it it happens, and there's not a whole lot you can do about it, other than um, you know regroup and and get it back together. Uh, I think it's advisable sometimes to stick take a step back recollect yourself refocus and and go about it a different way it can only benefit you
3: yeah
1: exactly i think too I'm, i i want to make sure whatever i end up doing i want to make sure i have fun doing that too uh last year i always oh, stressed out like i don't know what was going on but my i couldn't wear my contacts anymore mm. my hair was always greasy like as like I would wash it, and it'd still be greasy. It was just—I don't know how—like stress affected me really weird, or like race stress affected me really weird.
2: Yeah, that that that's not good for you. You need to make sure that you are having a good time, and and that's the most important thing. You're racing for a trophy, basically, because you're never going to make enough money. You're never going to make enough money to pay for the quad, so you need to make sure you keep it fun and enjoy it because uh, I don't think there's a better
3: sport. No, I love the sport. Don't get me wrong. Like <sighs> coming, um,
1: it like breaks my heart thinking that I'm not going to be there for like the beginning of the season. Um, <clears throat> I've been working with the WMX youth program and <sighs> I was like holding, dragging my feet on it because I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do. Like how am I how am I supposed to disperse the goodies and talk to all the girls at the track when I'm not going to be there? Um, but Jeremy Osborne, he's been he's been helping out a lot, and um, he suggests that we we're going to probably end up dispersing some of that load to the other girls. Or this year should go a little bit smoother now that everyone has done it at least once. Um, but I don't know, it, it's exciting, but heartbreaking at the same time, knowing
3: that I'm not going to be there. Well, I can just
2: tell you this, your mental health is more important than, than racing at any given point and your physical health stress can cause physical damage as well as emotional damage. And I think that you're making the right choice, regroup, make yourself happy and, and come back to whatever form of racing it is or whatever level you decide to race and make it fun and and do it at the highest level because you're a, you're an amazing competitor and the sport needs you out there because you are a leader and, and people do look up to you and and I think that uh, having you there is is super important
3: yeah
1: we'll see I mean I'll be there no matter what I think Keaton's business I think will always be around or related to racing or, and at the track. So, um, my life has revolved around racing since I was born. So it's, it's not like I'm not going anywhere.
2: I'll still be part of it. That's awesome. We need you part of it. I really, I really believe that in my heart since the day I met you, I think that that you bring a light to the sport, you know, it doesn't matter if you're going to be racing or doesn't, or on the sidelines i think that you can help and direct and 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 get people to grow the sport just because they have someone that can show them the way so yeah. you keep even if you even if you're not leading every race or out there winning championships you can you can guide the youth through um, teaching them things that, that you learned, you know, and making sure that they can know how to get sponsors or making sure that they know how to, uh, be a good fan as well as be a participant. So,
1: yeah, Heck, I don't know. I get tight. I want to say the tights have turned a little bit. Um, we went, Keaton and I and Gage, we ended up going to race out in Minnesota shortly after Loretta's. And I was perfectly happy with just being on the sidelines. And I thought I would never be like that. Um, it's just a little different compared to what I
3: expected myself to be like. That, that stress takes a toll. You know, let yourself heal. And, and I know
2: that when you're ready to get back out on the track to do, to do your thing, you will and you'll do it at the highest level. So, uh, let yourself heal and, and make it fun. Yeah.
1: It's a game plan.
2: Yeah. I, I think you're going to do great. And about the, uh, um, youth program, um, uh, you reached out to JSR, they reached out to me and yeah, we're doing the same thing that we did last year. Um, I think, I think they're doing it a little better, but yeah, I'm a hundred percent in. So
1: um it's been so I got to talk to both of them and they were they were just a hoot to talk to. <laughs> um so it was it was really cool talking to them about the program and how their business actually works. It's it's pretty cool. So but no, thank you. I really appreciate you ATV Talk and JSR for helping the youth program. Um it'll I think the program's gonna be, I wanna say it's a step up compared to last year. And, uh, I mean, nothing, nothing too substantial, but it's just like, um, all the sponsorships kind of like what you're saying, everyone wants to help out now that they're seeing that, um, other people are doing it. So more people want to work out. They want to advertise their business this way. So it's, it's really cool to see.
3: I think
2: that giving back to the sport is the most important thing.
3: You know, I don't, uh, have a deep well to reach into, to
2: support more like I would like to. So the things that I can do, like be a part of this, um, that, that, you know, you were gracious enough to ask me and I just really appreciate it. Um, because I was able to give back it, because it wasn't an astronomical thing. It was, it was well within the small budget that we have. Um, in the, the, the program at the end at Loretta's, we were able to uh, give a little bit. I wish I could have gave more, but, you know, Tim does an amazing job with, with that. And the more we can give to the youth, uh, as far as leadership and guidance, the better the sport's going to be.
1: I, I don't know. That's, I really enjoy doing that. Just teaching kids in general too. I mean, heck I, (laughs) um, I teach religious religious ed classes here in in town. So it's, it's something I really enjoy doing.
3: But it's awesome. Yeah.
2: Teaching the youth is the most important thing because they're the stewards of the. Uh, they're going to be the ones that are going to take over after we we pass the torch. So, if, if we don't teach them right, who's going to?
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At least they're not going to have anything to go off of. Uh, it's going to be hard, harder to navigate through.
2: Right. I I think that you're making a a wise decision for yourself. Um, I congratulate you on your upcoming nuptials, Young lady, I thank you so much for your time. As always, I really enjoy speaking with you. Um, You you are a a beacon in this industry, and I think that you need to stay in it and keep teaching the youth. And when you're ready to get back out on the track, uh, we'll all be cheering and, and excited for you.
0: The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at atvtalkpodcast.com. If you're in need of a consultation for your current racing program, a custom ATV, or an industry guest speaker, I have the company for you. Duncan Technologies International, Inc. offers host, MC, and guest speaking services at events builds custom ATVs for recreational riding or racing around the world, and they offer consulting services for professional teams or individual racers. Send inquiries to Tech International at gmail.com or call 619-716-1532 for more information. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to share us with your family and friends. The podcast is available on all streaming platforms, and you can find us on social media as ATV Talk Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Rumble, and Twitter.